This morning's going to be a little bit unusual in as much as we'll be less um, expounding scripture as, as just trying to take some time to consider together this, this thought of, of vision. And I want us to do three things this morning. I want to ask the question and try and answer the question, first of all, why vision? I then want to, to articulate a little bit uh, an introduction to what the vision is as I see it. And then thirdly, I want to give opportunity for you to begin to interact with that and begin to think that vision and me. And I hope that that by doing those three things, we'll start a process today of conversation, of prayer, that actually, as I explained, started a very long time ago in my own mind and in the minds of the deacons. And I anticipate that that really through this term, this would be a process that would continue, that we would work through it at church meeting, that we would look on Sundays, and that by Christmas, actually, that there'll be a real sense of a vision that's not just my vision or the deacon's vision, but actually it's, it's our vision, something that we own and understand and aspire to. Because, of course, with any vision, it will always need to be worked towards. And I want to say right from the outset that what I'm, I'm hoping we will communicate this morning is actually very simple. It ain't rocket science. But let me just give you, very quickly, a bit of a why vision Thinking back um, to uh, last summer and last spring, even, um, when uh, Keith Pito and I started talking about reviewing the website, and I started working with uh, a chap up in Minehead with Ben Powell, um, and we started looking at the church website and just trying to rework it. Right back then, I was very clear that, that we needed to redefine how we talk about ourselves and and how we understand ourselves. And this was kind of crystallised in February of this year when Malcolm Duncan came to visit for a a weekend, spent a day, a Saturday with the deacons and then came and spoke with us on Sunday morning. And uh, I really recommend actually, if you've not heard what Malcolm had to say, go on the website, go back into February and listen to what he had to say. It was, it was ever so encouraging, ever so powerful. And there's a little plug for the website. It's, it's great. You can pick up all sorts of stuff there, but not least, if you miss something or you want to listen to something again, then it's there. Please do uh, access that or ask for some help to access it. But Malcolm asked a very telling question on the Saturday of the Deacons. He said, if you were stuck in a lift and somebody asked you what is Five Head Baptist Church about? What would your answer be? It wasn't that we were stuck in a lift. You just had that journey of however many seconds you've got between floors. And somebody, casual conversation, what is Five Head Baptist Church about? How would you describe it? And we kind of looked at each other. And, and really struggled to articulate anything. We kind of started and stopped and started and stopped and and realised that we found it very difficult to say what we're about in any kind of clear manner. 
It was all just a little bit jargony, all a little bit kind of woolly and, and kind of... And I, I realised, and I think we all realised that day, that, yeah, maybe we need to just look at that so that we can clearly express who we are and what we're about as a church fellowship. I'm really conscious that we live in a world full of strap lines, full of glossy marketing, and, and, and most larger organisations certainly have all kinds of mission statements and vision statements and this and that and the other. And it can feel just a little bit overpowering and it can feel that they don't really mean anything. And I want us to avoid that. I don't want us just to have a, a smooth kind of way of expressing ourselves that don't really mean anything. And that's why I, I think that we need to, to kind of have this in our consciousness throughout this term. And what I'd like at the end of today, at the end of this service, is, is to, to give you a challenge to say, well, yeah, I'm, I'm up for looking at this and standing again with my faith at the forefront of what I do. And I'm up for looking at how we articulate ourselves so that by Christmas we are together saying, yeah, this is it. I understand what Andy started back in September and I'm a part of that. Maybe I'm at the start of a part of that, or maybe I'm right heavy in the middle of it. But I'm a part of that. So I want it to be meaningful what we do over today and over the weeks to come. But I think it's right that we try to simply, succinctly, say something about who we are. And I think that's about giving us focus, actually. As, as, as a church, it's helpful to have focus, to stop and think about who it is that we serve, what we're about. I think that's incredibly important. Because actually there's, there's lots of stuff to get involved in. There are tasks and there are opportunities to serve in all sorts of ways. And some of us can get completely bogged down in, in the tasks that we do we can forget why we're doing them. That's kind of human nature. And that might be where you're at today. You, you kind of just feel that you're doing so much stuff you forget why you're doing it. Or maybe you hear of requests for this to do that and do that and the other and you kind of shy away from it because you know that there's plenty going on in your own life. And actually, I don't think I want to get involved with that. But maybe for you today, to have a little bit of a focus, to say, actually, that's why we're seeking to get folk involved. That will help you to, to see, yeah, I know I need to get involved. Maybe you find it hard even to come on a Sunday morning. There's, there's so many reasons and pressures that, that make even getting here on a Sunday morning hard. Or maybe get into a midweek group. And maybe with this refocusing of what we're about will help you. 
You may be that person that stands in a lift each day going to work and you kind of dread the question, you know, what did you do yesterday on Monday morning? And you go, oh, I kind of went to church. And then you don't know how else to kind of continue that conversation, but by giving us time to focus on who we are, what we're about, then maybe that will help you to begin that conversation. So I guess you get the picture. This idea of vision is about focus. It's about giving us something to to just refocus on where we're at. I said already, I don't think it is going to be rocket science. But what I do want to say as well is that it's not a kind of a fait accompli that I, I want to impose. But I want to guide us. I've searched long and hard as we've tried to wrestle with words and, 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 and thoughts and ideas and, and getting to, to sense who we are as a Christian community. But I don't bring this and say, this is it, get on with it. I want us to look at this. I want us to pray this through. I want you to talk. I'd love you to, to ask questions. Make observations. Think about how you fit into that. The deacons have already had time to shape and to to talk about this. Many of you will have seen much of what we're going to look at today in the annual report that was presented in, in May. But May is a long time ago. And so I want us to to return to that today. So what is it that we're looking at? If you, and this is going to be the technical bit, can you turn behind you and take uh, the paper that is in the kind of tray behind you so that the people on the front row actually get a chance to get one? So there should be some bits of paper in the, uh, in the pews behind you. Uh, and if there's not, I've got a bunch of others but I'd love everybody to have a little A5 sheet. If you don't have one, give us a wave. Liz, anybody else not got sight of one? We should have enough for everybody. Brilliant. Okay, if you know that you're going to see somebody this week who's not here and uh, you you would like them to have a copy, please take an extra copy. There's a bunch of them uh, at the front here. Please do take them that would be great I'd like us just to look predominantly in the service this morning at the um the front side which I haven't made very clear which is the front which is the back but the bit that's got the two lines on it and it's got a little statement that starts at Five Ed Baptist Church and it says this at Five Ed Baptist Church we seek to reach out and serve with the love of Jesus And encourage and enable each person to grow as passionate followers of Jesus. That's it, actually. In essence, that's what I believe we need to be about. 
And we need to maybe look at that and, and juggle with it and, and see if there are things that we've missed. Or maybe ask questions of it and say, well, yeah, that does kind of get incorporated into that and into my understanding. But that's, in essence, what I believe we need to be about. That we seek to reach out and serve with the love of Jesus. And that we seek to encourage and enable each person to grow as passionate followers of Jesus. Whether that growth is is still in seed form, whether it's in sapling form, or whether it's a mighty oak that still grows, still bears fruit. I want to encourage and enable each person that comes into contact with us to be that and for us as a church to be that. Now as Paul Pace um, highlighted last week, the church starts and exists because of Jesus. We sang in Christ alone, my hope is found. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. We just read from the first chapter of John. I want to just reread verse 12 of John 1. John 1 verse 12 says this, Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to be children of God. And I love John's gospel and its completeness. Because if you go right to the very end of John's Gospel, John chapter 20, it kind of comes back to that same place. John chapter 20, verse 31. As he comes towards the end of the Gospel and the description of Jesus' life and ministry and death and resurrection, he says this, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. The book ends there of John's Gospel, actually something that pervades the whole of John's Gospel, is that notion of belief. Belief in Jesus. And what that means. And it's not simply about booking a place in heaven. Making sure your eternity is secure. But actually belief is active. And it requires a lifelong response. And that lifelong response... It's kind of held in tension between an inward response and an outward response. We're constantly holding those two things in balance. There needs to be a constant inward transformation. But that needs to come out so that others can benefit and see And I think that that what we have here kind of has that that dual 
purpose. Inwardly, each person needs to grow as a passionate follower of Jesus. And that growth, that's a, that's a whole life thing that's inward and seen on the outside. And then the outward thing is to reach out, to serve with the love of Jesus. That's what I believe we need to aspire to. And actually, to some extent, that's what we are already seeing. And you probably may be sitting there thinking, yeah, I kind of, yeah, kind of there sometimes, yeah, yeah. Maybe even feel a bit more positive than that. Yeah, I'm really striving for that. But there is challenge there. I've tried to kind of flesh that out a little bit, those two very simple statements with what, what we've called values on the back. So if you just turn your sheet over a second, things that really are characteristics of our church, maybe of any church, hopefully of any church, but, but of our church here. And through the coming weeks, between now and and December, we're going to look at each of these and just unpack them a little bit. And and we're going to look at this in in a series called Vision into Action. So this vision that we're, we're looking at actually being brought into action. And I hope that this will be a dynamic thing, that as we look at it and we think about it, that we are informed by it and maybe that they get shaped a little bit. But I believe that these are things that are important. That as we seek to reach out and serve with the love of Jesus. And that we encourage and enable each one to grow as passionate followers of Jesus. That these are the kinds of things that we will see. These are the kind of things that we will be able to to note and notice. So I'd ask that you would prayerfully... Take time to consider what's before you. In just a second, I'm going to give you opportunity to talk with one another. I'm going to ask you to just have a conversation with those around you. Just to give you that first opportunity, perhaps, to talk with others. If you've not talked about them before with the the document that you got in May. And just give you some opportunity to respond. The primary aim of what we're doing here isn't so much the semantics, I guess, but how we help ourselves to focus on who we are and why we do what we do. I'm going to put some questions up in just a minute. We're going to pray in a second, Steve, before we put the questions up. But I thought some questions, it might just help us to not sit there and go, what do you think then? But actually to help us to focus and and begin to interact with this a little bit. And then, of course, over, over lunch, if you're able to stay for a bring and share lunch, I see already a goodly spread developing out there if you're able to stay love you to to talk further with one another ask questions of myself of the deacons or maybe you'd like to 
use a, a, a post-it note and, and, and just stick things on, on a piece of paper. Maybe you'd find that easier in the first instance. Or maybe you just kind of want to jot them out for yourself and, and just, just be thinking things through. But right now, let's just take time to pause in God's presence and just uh, ask that he would speak to us, that he would help us as we consider what this is and how we might respond to this ourselves. Let's just be quiet for a moment, then I'll lead us in prayer. Lord God, you are at the head of this church. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you've given us the gift of church to be your body here and now. Lord, would you help us as we take time to to take stock and just reflect. Would you help us, Lord, to think again about what it is that we do when we say we come to church, when we say we're a part of a church, so that, Lord, we can go forward from here and continue to serve you Lord, would you give us the courage to start new things that serve your purposes for this place at this time. And maybe, Lord, give us the courage to stop doing some things. Or maybe do them differently. Lord, would you give us the courage to look at who we are and where our gifts lie. (coughs) Lord, would you help us to see that there is no hierarchy of gifts and abilities in serving you. That whatever we do is of huge value to you when we do it for you. whether we hoover the floor or play an instrument, preach your word or teach the children, whether we get alongside somebody when nobody else knows about it or get on our knees and cry out to you in our bedrooms, Lord, you love each of the offerings we bring to you. And we ask that through this time, this term, that you would refresh us as a church, that you would bring us to a new place of passion for you, for your gospel, and for the people that we love and meet with and work with and live with. So Lord, we we commit ourselves to you, particularly as we just reflect this morning and in the hours and days that lie ahead. 
Lord God, would you help us this day? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So what I'd like us to do, just for, I guess, maybe 10 minutes, it's just gone 22, so uh, for about 10 minutes just now, but please do carry on this conversation afterwards, because I don't expect you'll get all the way through these things. We might just uh, let it run slightly more than 10. Let's go till, till 5-2. There are, there are three questions that uh, hopefully Steve uh, is going to put up there for us. So we've got the, the statement, and then questions to discuss. Three things that I thought might help us. One, why do you come to church? Why why Fifehead Baptist Church? Okay, so that's the first thing. It's kind of a, a very straightforward level. What, what brings you here? What brings you to, to things that are part of the life of the church? Then a second question, which is a bit more kind of uh, notional. What is the perception of Fifehead Baptist Church amongst those that maybe don't come? those that, that wouldn't normally come to church. What do you think people think? Maybe as, as, as they see us walking in in the morning, as, as we say to our neighbours or our colleagues, that's what we did yesterday. And then how might these statements help you to think differently about church? How might they help to change the views of the people you know who aren't Christians? So a number of different strands there, hopefully sufficiently uh, varied that each of us will be able to just contribute something, really invite you to kind of listen to other people. There are no daft responses, actually. It's, it's, it's about where you're at and what you see as, as, as where you're at with these things. So please do, just take a moment or two to have a conversation. If you really feel that that's not for you, please don't be embarrassed if you just kind of want to take a, a moment just to maybe jot down some of your own thoughts. I have given a, a, a little bit on the front of the, sh the, the sheets that you've all got where you've got some space for personal reflection. You might want to start that now, but it'd be great if you were able to interact with others. Um, I've got some printed out versions of those sheets so that if you are particularly further back uh, and needing to keep craning your neck around, I've got some of those sheets there. Let's uh, give you about five or ten minutes, just in twos, threes, fours, just, just as it makes sense to try to, to mingle together and to talk a little bit about where we're up to with this. Let's go for it. ...to gather your own thoughts before you kind of get uh, involved in other conversations please do just just grab a pen if you haven't got a pen and, and just begin to to scribble things down do continue through coffee through lunch uh this this afternoon just to to really think about these things talk about these things find out what other people are saying so that we can begin to uh, to share this together. I just want us to read um, from Matthew 28. Jesus' uh, last words in Matthew's Gospel. 
It's, uh, it's appropriate that we've been praying for Lewis, obviously because Lewis is unwell. Lewis Misselbrook, who just gave so much to the life of this church many years ago. Um, Lewis doesn't really know me, but just occasionally writes to me and just writes the most helpful, encouraging things. And as I was thinking about this morning, one of those things just came to mind that he, he wrote. Let me read Matthew 28 and then just the, the thought that, that Lewis uh, prompted me with. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where, they, where Jesus had told them to go. And when they saw him risen from the dead, having conquered sin and death, they worshipped him. But some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. This is what Lewis wrote to me. He just said, many churches today only say, come to church. But Jesus said, be the church. To go into all the world and let his love and his care be felt. As we seek to focus on who we are at Fifehead Baptist Church, as we take time to see if we need to shape what's before us today, will you be church? Will you be Jesus' people here and now. 